Worship Ministry Catalyst Podcast. www.worshipministrycatalyst.com Worship Ministry Catalyst is a networking resource for all worship leaders and worship team members, serving as a catalyst to facilitate worship in the local church. David Lindner and Kevin Cruz. Well, well, well. Hello, hello, hello. Hey. How's everyone doing? Hey, good. Pause for your response. <laughs> and answer now. Good to hear. All right. I'm sorry. Thank you. <laughs> thanks for sharing. I hope things go better. If I'm things glad. aren't going your way, we apologize. And hopefully we can be just one little glimmer of sarcasm and wow your no i like to i like to think of us as a beacon of hope beacon of hope yeah yeah sure okay sure hey so we are worship ministry catalyst worship a, ministry catalyst a networking resource yes for all worship teams and worship team members we are and we have been for quite some time now for longest like running worship four years podcast on the face of the planet ever yes <laughs> episode 122 what hey let's get our stuff out of the way yep before we forget yep that's why i said uh, it yes you were reminding me i was i was getting on top of it right away okay so you can find us online www.worshipministrycatalyst.com we'd love it if you'd go over there and uh get in touch leave us a comment on this post or any other post and we'll probably read it on on the air on the pod waves live but uh also you can follow us on facebook.com slash worship ministry catalyst twitter.com slash wm catalyst you can always send an email to david worship ministry catalyst.com or kevin at worship ministry catalyst.com you can leave us a voicemail at 360-818-4339 and you can leave us an audio message on our website there's a tab on the right hand side you can go over there and click leave audio message and we will get it and play it on the air so go over there and do that if you have a question uh, an audio comment you don't feel like typing it out you know what have you <laughs> whatever we would be happy to hear from you so man speaking of um speaking of being too lazy to type your <laughs> um sorry <laughs> um no but speaking of, of not wanting to type your stuff just mm-hmm. leave a message uh, i was on google the other day on on google chrome mm-hmm. i was using chrome that's my my browser that's choice. my mine too it's so much better yeah there's it's a lot of, there's a lot of nice things um, but cleaner, you know, I didn't, um, I, I don't know how new it is. I just noticed it like a week ago. I was on Google, on Google Chrome mm-hmm. and doing a search and, uh, in the right hand section of Google, there's a picture of a microphone. I'm like, what's that? So I click it and all of a sudden it, it, it telling me to speak. You can actually, you want to try it out. You can actually speak your, um, uh, your search and and it works really good. I tried a bunch of different searches. The only one it couldn't find Laurelwood Baptist Church. It thought I said Norwood Baptist Church. <laughs> I was like Laurelwood Baptist Church, and all these results popped up for Norwood. All right, so I brought up Google, Google dot com. Yeah, let's give it a whirl. Do, do you have a microphone plugged in? Your microphone should be the one it would recognize. Okay, okay. So let's see if it works. Worship Ministry Catalyst. First Street. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Google. <laughs> okay, it, well, it worked better on mine. Well, let me try something not so hard. 
All right. Oh, it's my mic. Oh, it's that's why. My mic. Okay. Try. Oh, look, it said, all right, how's my mic? <laughs> See? Okay. <laughs> do it again. Your mic. Try it. Got a hair in hair my mouth in from mouth. my mic. No, it, it's all awesome. All right. So what should I go? Worship Ministry Catalyst? Um, or yeah. Just, worship Ministry Catalyst. Hey, I got it. And then it pulls it right up. Isn't that slick? Yeah, nice. It just like pulls it right up. I thought that was the coolest little thing. I was yeah, sitting there. I've on, never tried that before. I was sitting there on my laptop and I'm like, what's this? And all of a sudden, bam. I'm, and Melanie's like, what are you doing? So I'm, <laughs> I'm like saying nonsensical things, you know, like like um, <laughs> minimum wage, you know, and, and like all the <laughs> daylight savings. And she's like, what are you doing over there? Theodore Roosevelt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's the one that instituted daylight savings, right? Oh, shame on him. No, I mean, I guess that's a good thing. I have no idea who it Unless was. Unless you're in Arizona. Isn't it, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's Arizona. That Arizona used to be Indiana, too. Indiana, but they just changed a couple years ago, so now they change with the rest so of the country. So now they observe it. Yeah, Arizona yeah. still is. The yeah. ironic thing is that I guess it was done for, uh, one of the big reasons was for farmers getting up in the summer so they didn't have to get get up at four mm-hmm. they'd get up at five <laughs> which okay but okay. um I, I knew some farmers in indiana when i was in indiana and they said you know it doesn't matter what time it is you get up when you have to get up when yeah. you're a farmer so <laughs> they're like we still <laughs> yeah. we still got to go out there and it's true like if you're a milk farmer if you you know if you have to sometimes you know the milk schedule for milking your cows changes so sometimes you know it'll be like four in the morning and three in the afternoon, but like it can migrate. So you have to start getting up earlier or later. Yeah. Cause cows don't care about daylight savings. No, they don't care they, about any they of They just, they're like, yeah. I'm ready. I, I got milk. Let's do it. Yeah. So uh, interesting. That's anyway, a l- but yeah, neat little I, factoid there about Google. There, yeah. So if you're too lazy to type, you can use Google with a mic. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. If you have like a laptop with a built-in microphone or whatever. Yeah. yeah I, I thought I'm like, this is great. Now, even more reasons for me never to have to type again. I can just completely rid myself yeah. of all. And there's some there's something out there like called Dragon or something, like some kind of speech recognition software. Uh, I've seen it on infomercials lately. Oh. And so like you wear this little headset mic and you just and talk it, right into it. And, and it picks it up. Like apparently it just keeps and, up with everything. Yeah. Wow. See, so. I'd always be afraid that it wouldn't you know, recognize a keyword, and then I send an email and totally offend someone. <laughs> They're like, how dare you say you hate me? I'm like, no, I meant Nate is me or whatever. So, um, yeah, the dangers of technology. Yeah. The world is evolving too fast. Evolution. But anyway, here we are, December 8th, 19th. 19. Six days away from Christmas, the biggest weekend, or at least the second biggest weekend in your church year is coming up this weekend. Yeah. And this podcast will air before that. So. Wow. You're going to get this up today. And if you, if you listen to the podcast, the day that it downloads, this will be one of the rare occasions that you are listening to us on the day that we talked. Wow. So we're actually going to post this today. We're going to post it today. Go us. Because there's, there's a reason. Why? Is because today we're talking about uh, Chris Tomlin's new CD. Chris Tomlin's new CD, Burning Lights. Burning Lights. And Burning Lights. we've got some information about a giveaway that we're going to release at the end of this what? episode. So you have to listen to the end. What? A giveaway? Teaser. Wait, are you telling me that we're going to give away Chris Tomlin's new album? Well, I didn't say that yet. Oh, not yet. So, so now you listening. don't have to listen to the end anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Did I totally spoil it? <laughs> when you say giveaway, I'm like, 
<laughs> I I thought that was pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> well, we could have been giving away like concert tickets or Yeah, I think a concert ticket would be higher value than the CD though. Yeah, it would yeah. be. Speaking of which, I got tickets to go see uh, Chris Tomlin when he comes to Portland. Uh, April something or April other. April 19th. April 19th. Yeah, we got this. Um, our four church, months from today. Yeah. Our church got this like super sweet deal um, because we've done stuff with the Rose Garden before. Uh, there's like um, like once a quarter or whatever. They do like a, a family and faith night. You like can go see a Blazer game and I don't know, whatever it is. Phil, our youth pastor, does it. Anyway, they contacted Phil. They're like, Hey, we have, um, you know, we have, uh, um, box seats, you know, like a suite, uh, um, to go see Chris Tomlin and, uh, it's like 20 tickets. Uh, normally it's like $800 for the, the entire suite. Mm Um, and they're like, and we'll give it, I think it was like 400 bucks, like half off. And so you divide that over 20 tickets and it's Mm -hmm. only like 20 bucks a person to go see Chris Tomlin in box seats at the Rose Garden. So you're going to take your biggest donors for the church and (laughs) wine and dine them? No, (laughs) I was going to just open up to the worship team. I'm like, you know, anyone on the worship team who wants to go see uh, a great worship concert, Louis Giglio will be there. Nice. uh, Carrie Job, who I really like, Carrie Mm -hmm. Job. Um, Anyway, so I'm I'm going. Cool. Yay. Good for you. I'll have to tell you how it is. But... Uh, this, uh, this is a little preview of the CD. Yeah. Just a little side note before we get into it. Yeah. It's, we're in my garage Mm. and it's one of the rare cold times of year for us. So I had the heat going, but it's still not super warm. It's like 54 degrees out here. Yeah. So, um, I'm finding that if I talk really close to the mic and keep my nose really close to the mic, the <laughs> heat like is keeping my nose warm. <laughs> so if you listen, if you're listening to the podcast and you're hearing me breathing a little bit more, that's why it's not because I'm like, well, I am asthmatic, but that's not why <laughs> you can hear me breathe. Okay. Yeah. And I had, um, th- this tea about 20 minutes ago was piping hot. It is now, uh, below lukewarm. <laughs> so it's like, I'm drinking like, yeah really cold peppermint tea like it's not like it's not like iced tea no no you don't you don't drink peppermint tea for iced tea no some yeah. people do well maybe but, but it's definitely I not don't. warm anymore i might just not drink the last couple sips so i'm guessing you're not a sweet tea guy you probably don't like southern tea no not no. really not really i do really yeah i didn't know that but i grew up in ohio and uh, that's how we made tea in ohio that's how you guys do it down there yeah it's like syrup <laughs> Yeah, it's good stuff. It's the nectar of the mm-hmm. gods. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Speaking of the gods, the Buckeyes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What, what is, speaking of the gods, the Buckeyes. Oh, boy. Where, are we, where are we going? 12 and 0. I know, right? Yeah. Too bad they have Too those bad we've sanctions. got the sanctions. What? Yep. Yeah. No, it'd so. be like Notre Dame and Ohio State. I don't know. I mean, we were still ranked third or fourth, so I think. But the Rose Bowl. Would have oh, been nice to go pound sure. up on on Stanford. Oh man, yeah, I'll be I'll be interested to see how Wisconsin fares against Stanford. Yeah, I, I don't Wisconsin know about Wisconsin beat Nebraska. How did that happen? That they pounded Nebraska. Yeah, they just beat them. I they mean, like, they just gave them an old fashioned. What? I'm not going to say the rest of it. I don't man, know. Just, yeah, that was. We are rated G podcast, so. <laughs> but um, yeah. So you never know if that Wisconsin shows up. 
Stanford yeah, yeah, probably Stan- doesn't have a chance. Stanford could get a run for their money. Yeah, but if the Wisconsin that has showed up half of the season shows up, <laughs> yeah. Stanford will have a pretty good shot. Oh, but anyway, man. we're not going to talk about college football no, this whole podcast. No, because we got to talk about the CD. Yeah, because we did that a couple episodes ago. Yeah. We talked for like 20 minutes. We did. And then all of a sudden we're like, okay, we, we, should, <laughs> we should actually talk about worship stuff. Yeah. No, but so... But the Ducks are going to the Fiesta Bowl. Yeah, against K-State, Kansas yeah. State. And the Fiesta Bowl, I understand totally the Fiesta Bowl. The Fiesta Bowl is the we didn't make it to the national like championship the game and lost our conference <laughs> but we still get to go to the bcs bowl <laughs> totally fiesta bowl has become the like consolation prize it's yeah. like yeah didn't quite make it um but we're still in one of the big five yeah, games that's right you know? whatever oh well hey it's a good it's a good game yeah i mean yeah it's a good payout I and mean, you're not gonna have any problem with kansas so yeah, I hope not. But man, uh, uh, that Colin Klein though—I mean, he's a pretty good quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, but so is our guy Marcus yeah. Mariota. Yeah. I don't think he has that problem. Anyway, so enough football. Chris Here Tomlin. We go. Chris Tomlin. Chris Tomlin. So uh, we, David and I, both had a chance to preview the album and listen yes. to it, and uh, we want to spend today's episode kind of talking about it, debriefing it, basically from the perspective that we always come to new albums with. And we've talked about before I'm picking new, new worship songs for your worship ministry and for your church, you know, songs that are singable songs that, that have good theology, which I don't think you're going to find a Chris Tomlin song that has a, that has bad theology yeah, um, ever, but you know, songs that are singable have a good catchy melody anthemic. You know, we're going to kind of talk about it from those terms. Yeah. So full disclosure, um, I'm a, I'm a big Chris Tomlin fan. <laughs> And uh, I have been for some time. So when when we had the opportunity to um, get a preview of this album, uh, I was really excited. Uh, I, I've heard, uh, I've read and heard some things about Burning Lights, which is the name of his CD. And so I was excited for the opportunity to actually um, listen to it and, you know, critique it or whatever. So full disclosure, I came into it uh, being a big Chris Tomlin fan and after listening to the CD, I'm happy to say I'm still a Chris Tomlin fan. So <laughs> that's good. Good to hear. It's it's no secret if you listen to the podcast. I haven't always been real high on Chris Tomlin. Yeah. So um, so I'm but I'm gonna you know I'm gonna do my best to be unbiased. To be fair. And be fair and give it yeah. a good review. So let me uh, let me talk about some of the things that I liked. All right, here are some of the things that I liked about the CD, and then maybe uh, David, you can share some of your your highlights. Yeah. So some of some of the things that I liked, um, you gotta hand it to Chris Tomlin. This guy knows how to write good songs. Oh yeah, that's I that's mean, for sure. Uh, catchy songs with hooks. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I believe I, I forgot to double check with you, but I believe Ed Cash produced the CD um, again. Oh yeah, I think so, but I don't have that information in front of me, so I can't okay. say for sure. But um, yeah, I believe Ed Cash produced it. He's produced the last several Chris Tomlin albums, and I mean, I, I just think Ed Cash is brilliant because, you know, as good as Chris Tomlin is, really, it's the producer who you know is making those calls, mm-hmm. making it sound good. Hey, how about we add banjo on this song? Mm-hmm. How about we add you know like a uh, like a, a dance groove on this song? Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, you know. Love Chris Tomlin, but you gotta hand it to Ed Cash. Uh, yeah, Ed producing. Cash has really well. He's made a lot of artists. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so the guy knows what he's doing. He he's, does. So, so the things I like, um, boy, the the songs are the songs are well written. They're catchy. Um, he knows how to write good songs. Um, I, I like. 
I like that he is, um, how do I say, staying current with Mm -hmm. the trend of music. And I I think I've mentioned to you on, on this podcast before that, you know, it seems that there's these seasons of music. Um, you know, when Coldplay first came out with mm-hmm. their song Yellow back in, what was that, 99 or 2000 or something. And, you know, it seems like everyone kind of started having that, you know, acoustic-driven, falsetto, mm-hmm. you know, hooky sound. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then later, uh, m- most recently, people have been going to the O's, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone's singing O's in their song. And... Um, and and I like that that Chris Tomlin is staying current <clears throat> in what seems to be happening um, with music. However, I, I think that also might be one of the things I don't like about the CD. <laughs> um, there there seems to be, you know, maybe a little too much. I don't know if you want to call it copying or just flat out ripping mm-hmm. off um, other other styles or songs. Um, so it, it's a love hate thing. It's, it's a good, it's a bad, um, it's good that he's current. It's good that he's doing, uh, what's out there. All, but at the same time, there's a risk of perhaps doing it a little too much overexposure. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and all this to say, you know, if Chris Tomlin walked through the door right now, we we would be stumbling all over ourselves. You know, we would be oh, like, oh, Mr. <laughs> Tomlin, uh, let me get a seat for you. Here, you can have my chair. So, so we say this devoid of his presence, but yeah. uh, <laughs> no, no, I, you know, I really like some of the, some of the tracks on this. Um, in particular, you know, number four, as I, I believe is going to be a huge hit. Lay me down. Just because it's you know, like we were talking about is very much like Mumford and Sons, which is a pretty big group right now in secular music. Also, Philip Phillips got a nice Philip Phillips vibe to yeah, the song. Yeah, it's got that really, that, that, that song, uh, number four, Lay Me Down, has mm-hmm. that really folky acoustic mm-hmm. sound. It's got the banjo in banjo. it. It's got that, you know, mm-hmm. that 120, uh, you know, four on the floor yeah. uh, kick sound. Yeah. And, um, and uh, groups like um, Gunger, yeah, I mean, they're I mean they're huge in popularity and growing immensely over yeah. the last year or two. So yeah. I think it's going to be a big hit with a lot of churches. Um, I and I and I do think it's a singable song. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's got a nice anthemic chorus to it. So mm-hmm. um, so I think that's going to be a good one. So if you are a Philip Phillips fan or Mumford and Sons fan, you're going to like track number four. Lay me down. Yeah, good one. Um, yeah, some other things I liked about the mm-hmm. CD, uh, you know, catchy, memorable. Um, I, I think if, um, I think that Chris Tomlin has done a great job of continuing on the tradition of taking a classic hymn. Mm-hmm. That's and, what I was going to say. Yeah, and I was going to talk re, about that one. Yeah, yeah. refreshing it. Uh, track number um, seven, Crown Him. So he takes the song Crown Him with Many Crowns, which, you know, we're all familiar with. Uh, he slows it down to this kind of ballad mm-hmm. and very reminiscent of what he did on Amazing Grace. My chains are gone. So, you know, very simple piano. Um, and then he adds this chorus, which the chorus is very reminiscent of the chorus of what he did for um, When I Survey. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, the wonderful cross. Mm-hmm. Oh, the wonderful cross. Has that same vibe. But I, I think... The same I, five over four progression Yeah, 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 chorus, yeah. Five yeah. over four, mm-hmm. right, Yeah. And um, but he he kind of continues his tradition of of renewing or rejuvenating a song because honestly, it's hard for me now to sing when I survey without launching the oh, oh yeah you got to do it now yeah it's like same thing with Amazing Grace yeah, and, and people expect you mm-hmm. my chains are you know it's like right. everyone want if you don't do it it's almost a letdown well like and so we did um 
I, you know, I take credit for this arrangement because we did it before I ever heard it. And I still don't know who did it, but I heard someone say that someone else did it this way. And I don't know who it was, but it was somebody in mainstream. But so we did my chains are gone, you know, and we do, we do the last verse, the fourth verse of the song and tag the fourth verse and then just bring the song to a stop and then come back in with this big drum fill Ah. back into my chains are gone. So it's just a great big, you know, so, but we did it like that two or three or four times, and then people, you know, we didn't do it the next time. We <laughs> and they're like, wait a minute. Wait, why didn't you do it? Wait, I expected we were, we it. We, we got to do it. We were waiting for the big, <laughs> the big yeah. shebang. But um, bringing in Crown Him with Many Crowns is is a bit of a saving grace for me with Chris Tomlin. And <laughs> part of my, you know, part of my beef with not just Chris Tomlin, but most mainstream worship songwriters is that the, th- the thematic uh, width is very narrow. Mm. You know, so, and, and even for a lot of these songs, still the themes are still fairly uh, similar to a lot of the other themes that Chris Tomlin has written about in the past. And I, I don't want to put that all on Chris Tomlin because I know there are producers and there are people that probably push certain topics and say, Oh, you need to write another song that goes along kind of like what our God did because our God yeah. was such a big hit. So the, you got to do another thematic song. The, the like formula that. of yeah. it. Right? Yeah. Right. So, so those are kind of the things that like kind of keep me on the, on the outskirts of being a true fan. And, and I'll, I'll say to that end, um, you know, kind of what I was saying earlier with, with um, how, how Chris Tomlin is following, uh, you know, what's happening in the music scene that's a good and potentially um, a, a bad thing. Mm-hmm. I would say the same thing for um, these formulas. Um, Chris Tomlin, I think, has developed a great formula yeah. for writing songs. Yeah, he definitely does. Um, and that's a great thing. But is it is it potentially, a, you know, could it potentially be overused? Could it potentially be a bad thing? Could it... Could could we go too far on the pendulum where every song, you know, starts sounding the same? You know, possibly. Um, you know, in particular, yeah. So, well, we know what that's like as songwriters. Yeah, no, because, totally. Because when we write songs, I mean, how often do all of our songs sound the same? You yeah. Know? And so, you know, I don't want to criticize too heavily on that because I I totally understand it. But at the same time, I think the expectations are higher. You know, you think about some of the artists that have really stood the test of time. Um, and, and I know not everyone likes Stephen Curtis Chapman, but I'm, as we all know, I'm a huge Stephen Curtis Chapman fan. Yeah. But I think one of the things that he has done, I mean, he's definitely followed the, the waves of, of music, of music. And, right. Cause you listen to yeah. heaven and earth, you know, or heaven in the real world mm-hmm. versus like, you know, his hope will rise and, mm-hmm. and you hear, you know, you hear a big difference. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, there is not all of his songs stick with the exact same formula. Sure, and you can and you can see that he's trying to you know branch out and try new yeah. things over time. So no, yeah, I mean I I agree, and and I think Chris Tomlin, you know, again, um, has done a great job of of capturing a formula. Like I think in particular the the last song on the CD is called Shepherd Boy. Um, it starts with this very slow piano. Mm-hmm. Um, nice, nice piano. Yeah, note. it's got a great sound. Yeah, 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 great piano. And I, I think that might have actually been him playing it, um, either that or it was on Crown Him, one of those songs. Anyway, Shepherd Boy piano is very simple, 
Um, and then and then you get to this kind of little instrumental starts with this little piano hook, and then all of a sudden the band starts creeping in. And I remember listening to it, and I, and I'm like, oh yeah. And then and then I'm like, wait, this is exactly what he did on "I Will Rise," mm-hmm. which isn't a bad thing because I love that song. Right. We do we do that Hugely song popular song. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we do that song at church all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you get to that, you know, you you get to that um that bridge. You know, I hear the voice. Of, you know, and and everyone's singing, and the band is huge, and then it breaks back down, and so. You know the the song Shepherd Boy uh, follows a very successful formula, mm-hmm. and I think Chris Tomlin has probably more than any other worship artist has captured a successful formula and mm-hmm. been able to use it in multiple songs. Well, it's you know very clear that he has because you know he's how how many of his songs are in the top twenty five? Oh, yeah, like on CCLI, exactly. right? Exactly. I mean, yeah, you, you, even look at the top one hundred. I mean, I would venture. At least 10, 10 of his songs are in the top. Yeah, 100. it's probably more like twenty, maybe 30, twenty. You know? Yeah, I mean, he is by far. Chris Tomlin is by far the premier worship mm-hmm. songwriter yeah. of our day. Yeah. I mean, you know, Matt Redman. Um, I mean, he's another great one, but I don't think, I don't think he. You know, Paul Balash, another good one. I don't think they come close to the number of. So I'd make an argument for Paul Balash. Yeah, I mean. Because I think you'll find just as many Paul Balash yeah, songs on the top twenty-five. I don't 25. know. I mean, obviously, "Open the Eyes of My Heart" was was huge. <laughs> written or co-written, I bet you there's as many. Maybe we'll have to look that up. Yeah, we'll have to look that up. We'll, we'll look up the numbers maybe before the next episode, and, and there we go. Yeah, no, I, and I love Paul Balash, yeah. but but I'm, I'm just thinking I don't know how many of his songs are popular enough to actually be sung by churches all over. I don't know. We'll find out. Well. Uh, the machine behind Paul Blosh isn't as big. It's getting bigger as of late. I mean, yeah. the this last album has had a lot of push for it in, oh, in comparison to his other love, albums. Love. I, I know we're talking about Chris yeah. Tomlin here. <laughs> Sorry. But, but I love Paul Blosh's yeah. new CD, uh, The Same Love. I I, I think it's awesome. It's probably a big faux pas for a review because Whoops. we're talking about totally different label. Everything's different. Sorry. So, no, I mean, you know what? This oh. is like biggest competition Man, here. Man, I don't like Paul at all. <laughs> don't buy his album. Buy Chris's. If you have money for one CD, buy Chris Tomlin's. And come back next episode to hear a review of Paul Blanc. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is funny. Okay, but one of the things we definitely want to talk about before we run out of time here are the singable tracks. Yeah. I think we both agree on what we think is the best, most singable track on the album. So I'm going to let you go ahead and say <laughs> it, just so I don't put a, put words in your mouth. Well, now I'm afraid that it's the wrong one. Um, it's not. Okay. Um, I'm looking at my notes here. Oh, yeah. Um, are you talking about track three, Whom Shall I yes. Fear? Yeah. Yes, I am. Yeah, that that to me, um, you know, as I'm listening to the CD and I'm thinking, all right, w- which of these songs can I sing in my congregation? I mean, Crown Them With Many Crowns. Oh, like, yeah. Like, that's, that's a shoe mm-hmm. uh, You know, people already know it. You add the chorus, people will love it. Um, but as far as new songs, track three, Whom Shall I Fear? I think that one, uh, I mean, it's a power ballad song. Um, it, it's a got a powerful chorus. Like, you get to that chorus, and, and, and you know, again, um, just great producing, you know, Ed Cash, great songwriting, mm-hmm. Chris Tomlin, great formula borrowed from other, from other Tomlin songs. I mean, this song is one that um, that I think will be up there with with our God. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it, it's it, it's memorable. It's got a great hook. Uh, it's singable. Um, the only thing it's the same theme, you know. Yeah. It's got the same yep. uh, genre there. So the only the only thing I wonder, and and this to me, it 
um, you know, this would be as a question mark kind of with all of Chris Tomlin's newest stuff. Um, Chris Tomlin tends to key everything really high to suit his voice. Actually, I think that's Ed who does that. Okay, well, who? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, yeah, I shouldn't say Chris Tomlin. I mean, his stuff is keyed really mm-hmm. high. And I mean, I don't know about you, but anytime I do a Chris Tomlin song, I have to, I have to key it down at least like three a or third, four keys. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's just a rule of thumb for me with the Chris Tom yeah. songs. Bring it down a third. Yeah. Unless I, it's unless bringing it down a third is like putting it in G flat. If I, try I remember new. correctly, and and stop me if I'm wrong here, I believe it was his um his third album, See the Morning, that Ed Cash produced, and it was that album where everything got really yeah, high. Because right before that, with Forever and Kindness Not and all those us. songs, yeah. Those were all those were all singable. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah kindness, Lord. Um, uh, you know, um, forever God's faithful key of G, mm-hmm. uh, kindness in the key of D. Um, uh, and, oh, and then you have the um, um, um. Oh, I'm forgetting the name of the song. Oh, your grace is enough. Mm-hmm. Oh no, wait, was that on the See the Morning? I don't know. Whatever. Point is, ever since See the Morning, when Ed Cash produced that album, everything's been everything's high. been really yeah. high, which is awesome because. His voice sounds amazing up mm-hmm. there, and I think that was a great move because he's got such a good voice. The problem is the rest of us just can't, we can't sing that good, <laughs> and we can't sing that high. So the only question mark I have on that song is um, if it would sound as good and as powerful in a lower key. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like the song "Our God." You know, "Our God" is written in the key of B, and we we typically do that song. We actually do it all the way down in the key of E. We we take it down a fifth. Wow. And um it loses some of the power, mm-hmm. you know, it loses some of the punch when you take it down that it high does, or that yeah. low. But um kind of to start to wrap things up here. Basically, if you're a Mumford and Sons fan, Coldplay fan, you're definitely gonna find some stuff that you like here. Folky, Phil yeah. Phillips fan. Uh-huh. Folk- yeah, and track two, Awake My Soul. Definitely got a good Coldplay vibe to it. So, you know, if you've got a group that can pull and that off. And there's even like a, a, a dance, uh, a club song. If you Track five, God's Great Dance Floor. Yeah, be great song for youth, for, yeah, the, for yeah, younger it's, churches. It's, got, it's that, got youth group written all over it or like that kind of, you know, young uh, college age scene, you mm-hmm. know, the 18 to 25 year old. Um, it, yeah, it's got a, it reminds me almost of, um, um, you know, like, like what Toby Mac has done on some of his stuff where mm-hmm. it's got this, you know, it's got that like synth thing in yeah, the background. Yeah, he's the one I thought about too when, yep. they, when I heard that track yep. the first time. But um, uh, one of the songs I, I want to say, I'm not going to say because I'm going to make myself wrong, but um, there's one of the songs that's got a, a, a nice, it's a pretty simple riff, but there's a decent little riff in one of the songs, which I love it when a band can all come together and play a riff in unison. Yeah. You know, you get everybody, every instrument playing that riff. It can sound really nice and tight. And I can't remember which song it is. I should have made a note about it, but, um, but that's, that'll, if you just listen to the album, you'll hear it. And that'd be one song where you can make your band really kind of shine without too much yeah. work. And then, you know, yeah, there's all the, the higher production stuff like track five, the, the dance, you know, grew, but then, um, he totally strips it down on like track that, uh, track nine, Sovereign, track 11, Thank You, God. Mm-hmm. You know, when I listen to track 11, um, I totally imagine like a college group at the beach sitting around a campfire with an acoustic guitar. Mm-hmm. It reminded me a lot of the song Kindness. Just very, very simple. You know, it's just acoustic guitar through the first couple minutes, 
Um, I, I thought, yeah, I thought track 11 was a great simple yeah. worship song. So you got the high production, you know, like, like, uh, on the track five and track two. Um, and then you got the very simple worship stuff. I mean, you know, Chris Tomlin, he's done it again. Mm-hmm. Way to go, Chris. So, uh, the good news is that we are going to be giving away <laughs> spoiler alert. Sorry. <laughs> I already gave it out. We're giving away CDs. Actually, we're going to be giving away five copies. What? So, Can I um, win? and, and <laughs> technically we're not giving them away. No. Um, thanks to Josh and EMI and, and the people, the Sparrow, everyone behind yeah, Chris Tomlin. Thank you guys for letting us uh, give these CDs away. They're, they're going to be, they will be coming to you from them, but we will host the giveaway, um, yeah. at worshipministrycatalyst.com. So you're going to want to go over to worshipministrycatalyst.com yes. and look for the Chris Tomlin burning lights giveaway it'll be right there on the front page um and there'll be a little forum there'll be a couple ways you can enter you can like us on facebook you can follow us on twitter yes. some of those things those get you entries you can get multiple entries uh you'll be able to tweet the post about the giveaway every day and you can get another entry every single day yeah, by tweeting man, the post. So you can get up to like yeah so you, your 10, chances go way up yeah, right i mean like 10 entries man yeah so and hey if you guys don't enter I'll enter and win it because yeah. I really want the CD. <laughs> all right. So, so make sure you go over to worshipministrycatalyst.com and enter the giveaway there. Cause you're going to want a copy of this and uh, it'd be great to have a copy. Great CD. And so, then, and then uh, check him out when he's on his nationwide tour. Mm-hmm. I don't know where he's stopping in your neck of the woods, but if you're in the Portland, Vancouver area, it's at the Rose garden, April 19th and come find me in suite 27. Uh, I got box <laughs> seats in suite 27. <laughs> So you can find us online, www.worshipministrycatalyst.com. Real quick, thanks to Josh for giving us the CDs for a giveaway. Thank you, we appreciate Josh, the preview. It's pretty you cool to be able awesome. to do stuff like that. So find us online, www.worshipministrycatalyst.com. You can send an email to davidworshipministrycatalyst.com. Or, or kevin at worshipministrycatalyst.com. You can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash wmcatalyst. Like us on facebook.com slash worshipministrycatalyst. Send us a voicemail, 360-818-4339. Or leave an audio message on our website, by clicking the tab on the right. Yep. I remembered it. What? The rhyme. A couple episodes ago, I said that rhymed, so I need to go back and remember it, and I never did. Oh, yeah. I just what did was it? it? Something about website and on the right. So oh, I'll have to listen to it again. Right. Yeah. Okay. So All right. All right. if it rhymes, it's true, right? <laughs> <laughs> it must be. That's like a rule in advertising. So this is the last episode you will hear from us before Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Maybe even a happy new year. And may all your seasons be bright. And don't forget you can buy a copy of my Christmas album, hey! When the Snow Falls. There's a link on worshipministrycatalyst.com. Yeah, or go to iTunes, right? iTunes, yep. Amazon.com. It's all there. Yeah, baby. Oh, and I've been doing a series, 25 Days of Christmas Songs on davidlinder.net. People might be interested in that, talking about some of the history behind some, behind some of the songs that we sing at Christmas time. Love so it. That's all we have for all this right. episode. We'll see you again soon. Bye.